Do our religions tell us everything we need to know about the paranormal and the spiritual? Do our religious institutions have all of the answers about the afterlife and the supernatural? Is parapsychology and quantum physics finding evidence of things that contradict our dearest held beliefs? We are going to discuss all of this and more. Stay tuned. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Spirit Side. I'm Paul James Caden, and today on the show, we are going to be talking about religion's struggle with the paranormal. But before we get into today's topic, I just want to uh, apologize to all of you faithful listeners who wait on the edge of your seats for the release of these tremendously wonderful podcasts uh, that we did not have a show on Monday. Uh, I had to accompany my wife to the hospital last Thursday. Nothing serious. She just had to have some uh, rotator cuff surgery done. And uh, on Friday, I woke up with a nice abscess on my tooth. My lip was swollen. Uh, I was in pain. So I had to go to the dentist, get antibiotics. And now we're starting a whole uh, little group of procedures to fix that issue. So uh, we've been needing a little bit of uh, R&R here at the PJC household. But uh, everybody's getting back on track. And, uh, you know, we can get the, uh, the shows back on the road. So today we are talking about religion's struggle with the paranormal. Now, what do I mean when I say that? Uh, I think I would start this conversation off by saying, I don't think our religions, no matter which one it is, has all of the answers to everything in the world and in the cosmos. You know, people like to think that they do. You know, people have, uh, you know, their scriptures. Some people read the Bible. Other people read the Quran. Uh, some of you know that um, if you listen to my other show, The Mind's Eye, before I uh, came back to the spirit side here, uh, that I've been reading through the Urantia book for the last um, four or five years. And uh, there's a lot of people who think they have all the answers in the Urantia book because it allegedly tells the story of, you know, man's history throughout the eons and, you know, who Adam and Eve really were and, you know, all of this type of thing. But, you know, when, when, we, when we read these books, we have a tendency to become very uh, arrogant, you know, and I see a lot of this uh, intellectualism uh, overtaking religion, you know, when it comes to subjects like the paranormal, 
you know, you'll see these people, oh, you know, ha, 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 these poor ignorant fools that believe in that sort of thing. Oh, there's people out there that believe in ghosts. Oh, boo, you know. Uh, and that's not really being intellectual or intellectually honest. You know, whether you're reading the Urantia book, whether you're reading the Bible, whether you're reading the Koran or, you know, the, the Torah, you know, whatever holy book you happen to be reading, because there are, there are things that happen in our world and in our universe that our religions don't explain. And when it comes to the paranormal, especially, you know, we have a lot of people who just flat out ignore it, laugh at it, scoff at it, uh, sneer at those who believe in it. Oh, yeah, you believe in ghosts and spirits. Oh, you poor, ignorant fool. But what is ignorance? You know, ignorance is being... Void of certain facts, yet claiming that you know the entirety of the truth. And a lot of the people that like to laugh and sneer at, oh, boo, yeah, the ghosts and the paranormal, you know, ha ha. They're completely unaware. Now, these are people that claim to be educated, and these are people that claim to be scientifically oriented. Yet they are completely unaware that there's actually scientific research being done in the area of uh, the paranormal and, you know, many other uh, esoteric or, or spiritual uh, avenues of life and the universe. You know, we have parapsychology, which is considered a bit of a fringe science, but uh, these people use real scientific equipment and data to gather certain information. And uh, they've acquired some things that are very interesting. And we have professors from universities that were skeptics who sat in on these sessions and said, yes, what, what was found here uh, is undeniable. We can't explain it, but something's definitely going on here. You know, the skeptic is completely unaware that there are scientists and quantum physicists and, you know, neuroscientists and, you know, all these people with heavy-duty backgrounds that have started institutions that study nothing but the near-death experience. What happens to a person after death? What is this experience that people claim to have had for centuries and the findings that they're coming out with. You know, so people seem completely ignorant of these facts and they'll call everyone else, you know, gullible, stupid, you know, superstitious, uneducated. You know, when we're not even mentioning the field of quantum physics and what it is saying, you know, about consciousness, uh, the multiverse, um, you know, even the God concept that the, the you know, there's possibly an intelligence or an, a, a consciousness out there that is God. 
And some hypothesize that the universe itself has a consciousness and that the universe is God or permeated with God. So there's a lot of things out there, and this is not the uh, the show to uh, really get into all the mechanics of that, but suffice to say, those who are skeptics and claim to be intellectual and scientific aren't being intellectual or scientific about the subject because they're either denying a whole host of data or they're completely ignorant that it even exists. And so if it's not found in the pages of their favorite book, which they think contains all the answers, then it's as if it never existed, even if it does. Then there are those who claim that uh, all such things in the paranormal, haunted houses, spirits, it's all demonic. The dead never return to the earth. Anything that we see, if it looks like, you know, Grandma, Uncle Bobby, Brother Jim, you know, it's a demon or a devil posing as our deceased loved one. Uh, There's absolutely no evidence for that. Uh, There's actually... Um, evidence to the contrary that a religion like spiritism or spiritualism is actually more correct than uh, mainstream Christianity. Because spiritism and spiritualism, even though they they sound very similar, and they are in many ways, uh, they're two different religions, spiritism and spiritualism. But both believe that when we die and our spirits go to the spirit realm, uh, we're not up there playing harps and floating around, around on clouds, being ignorant and not caring about what happens on planet Earth. No, we continue to grow. We continue to evolve. We continue to get rid of any... Uh, wrong beliefs or bad behavior we may have had in this life because spiritism and spiritualism teaches when you die you're still you you don't magically like some people believe step outside of the physical body and become like an angel or become you know your true divine self you're now god or a part of god or like god they say no you're still you With all of your thoughts, all of your beliefs, all of your religious training, all of the things you did in this earthly life, you're still you. And you may be a good person, but there may be some things that you need to unlearn as you step into this new realm of the spirit world and draw closer to God. And some spirits might start out at a high grade, and some, peop- some spirits may need to start out at a very low grade because they know little to nothing about God, the spirit world, or uh, living by the universal law of love and, and what have you. But spiritism and spiritualism both teach that as a spirit progresses, that it is as the Bible says, when Jesus said, Uh, When a person dies, they become as the angels. I remember that saying. I don't remember the chapter and verse, 
but uh, it was the Pharisee uh, arguing with Jesus. You know, there was a man who had a wife, and he died without having children, but the law says that his brother must marry the wife and have children for his deceased brother. But the brother married him, and he died, and he didn't have children. And there was a third brother, and he died without having children. And there were seven brothers. They all married this widow, and they all died without having children. So whose wife will she be in the resurrection? And Jesus said, you err because you do not know the the scriptures. You know, in heaven, you know, people are neither married or given in marriage, but they are as the angels in heaven. And what are angels? They are messengers. Angels assist people. They guard people. They help people. And so we have a ministry, so to speak, in the spirit world where uh, spirits who are more evolved may actually return to the earth and try to help the living and guide them closer to God in their lives. And there's actually evidence of this uh, being the case with people who have seen apparitions of deceased loved ones and what happened in between, you know, the person and the spirit. You know, nothing evil, nothing deceptive. Uh, Sometimes it was life-saving. Sometimes it was instructive. Sometimes uh, it was even, even bringing a relative still on the earth back to God or back to Christ. So can we categorize that as, you know, a devil masquerading as an angel of light that, you know, comes to a living relative and guides them back to faith in the teachings of Christ, faith in Christ? That's, that's just unheard of. That just doesn't make any sense. And so these are the things where religion really struggles with the paranormal because we want to say it's not there, it's all make-believe. Or we want to say it's all evil, it's all demonic. But it appears that we're wrong on both counts. Hence, our religions are not really answering every single question in between the lines that we need to know about every little thing. And I don't think that they're really meant to. If that were the case, we would be automatons, we would be robots. If God made us to believe just a certain thing, gave us a rule book that we must follow, it contained all the truth, we're not to believe anything outside of that book, we're not to experience anything outside of that book, you know, where would free will be? We may as well be robots. But I don't think the Bible or the Arantia book or any book is meant to be, you know, the instruction manual for uh, the robot (laughs) human being here on planet Earth. And so, you know, one of the other things that um, religion really struggles with when it comes to the paranormal is hauntings. You know, my wife was just talking to uh, a family friend uh, the other night, and uh, this family friend, she 
owns a piece of property that has a very old house on it, and her family lived in that house for, you know, uh, a number of years. Uh, she doesn't live in that house anymore, but she's actually going to tear down the old house and put a new house on the property, uh, you know, for, you know, her and her family. But I, I, I think her grandfather, some, uh, or father lived in that house. Yeah, I, I believe it was her father lived in that house just up until about a year year and a half or so ago and uh you know he passed away but uh you know there's furniture in the house there's a lot of stuff in the house and they're going up there and cleaning the old house out and you know this family friend and and, and maybe i'll have her on the show uh i'll see if i can arrange that uh to have her tell the story but she's saying this this house is haunted there's always footsteps, there's always voices, you hear music in the house, nobody's there. Uh, she was in the house the other day talking about, uh, you know, to her husband tearing the house down, building the new house, and then they went back the next day and there was silverware or knives on all of the tables in the house. And no one put it there, no one was in the house. Uh, and the husband, he's, he's a very... Um, staunch Italian Christian. He doesn't believe in ghosts. He was very much a skeptic. And uh, every time he goes in the house now, he gets sick. He actually vomits. And uh, he's saying he feels that there's someone in the house that doesn't like him. And uh, I guess he's some, seen some of these uh, weird things in the house while they're cleaning it out. And he's now a believer. He believes that they're you know, our spirits, ghosts, there are things that can linger or inhabit a house or a piece of land. But how could this be? You know, here's another, uh, you know, I mentioned this story because this is another one of the struggles of religion with the paranormal. Because if souls are supposed to go to heaven or hell immediately after death, how do we have all of these accounts of seeing spirits on certain pieces of property, in certain buildings, in certain houses? And some people will say, oh, well, you know, it's all demonic. Well, you know, this family, this this. Friend of the family, her husband goes in the house, he gets sick, you know, he throws up, you know, that shows his demonic. Not necessarily. Because there are a lot of what we call hauntings or spirit activity that are benign, which means it's harmless. Some of these spirits uh, seem to be very much attached to a place or a home. We don't know why, but they just choose to linger there. And sometimes they're seen walking down the hall, walking through the room, closing a door, opening a kitchen cabinet. They're not there to hurt anybody. No one's sensing evil or, you know, seeing the boogeyman or a spirit at the foot of their bed with you know, a hideously deformed face spitting up blood, you know, <laughs> or shooting fire out of their nostrils, you know, nothing like this. 
just very benign activity. So if there are spirits lingering on the earth that haven't gone to heaven and hell, why are they here? How can we explain that? What does that say about the religions and what they teach? Now again, that's not putting any any religion down or saying that they're not true. Of course not. Of course there's truth in, you know, most of the religions. I find most truth to be in the teachings of Christ. But that doesn't mean to me that those teachings are all encompassing and telling us everything we need to know about the universe, the spirit world. Now, a lot of people will go back into the Old Testament and bring out things about the divination and, you know, never suffer a witch to live and all of that kind of thing. But again, this this is... This, this is a certain amount of religious intellectualism presenting a supposed evidence for something without knowing the history and the reason why those things were written as they were. And again, that's something that we've mentioned or talked in depth about in other podcasts. There's no need to get into all of that here. But the fact remains, something's going on in the realm of the paranormal in this world, and our religions can't explain it. Look at the recent flap of uh, UFOs. You know, we have the government coming out with these, you know, admitting, you know, releasing these videotapes. You know, there's something out there. You know, these pyramid-shaped UFOs that are surrounding our most technologically advanced uh, naval ships at sea. Seeming completely, you know, hey, we're not afraid of you. No, no matter what you fire at us from your ship, we're not worried about it. You know, our government is admitting there's things in the sky that we don't know where they're from, who they are, why they're here. And UFOs certainly fit under the uh, caption of the paranormal because of the way these things behave. They can go from a solid to something that is transparent and not solid that a bullet or a bomb or a solid object thrown at it or fired at it will pass right through it like a ghost. You know, we have accounts of UFO occupants, many people that say that they've been abducted or encountered these beings, and these beings walked on air, walked right through a solid wall, took them up through the ceiling. So are they beings from another planet that are flesh and bone and blood like we are, or are they something extra-dimensional or paranormal? Now, those things are out there in our skies, but religion can't explain it. 
Some say, again, it does, still doesn't exist. Some people say it's all demons and devils. Some people say that UFOs seem to act like the angels and the demons of old, and perhaps it is a mixture of both. That is one I tend to uh, agree with uh, a little more than a blanket statement of it's all evil or it's all bad. But we can't deny that those things are there. You know, we, we can't make believe it doesn't exist because they do exist. Our religion hasn't prepared us for these things. I was talking to uh, someone uh, through Messenger probably about a month ago um, who also has a podcast and, uh, you know, is a staunch believer in the the Arantia book, and we got on the topic of UFOs, and he doesn't believe in UFOs. You know, and I and I had asked the question. I said, "Well, you know, the Arantia book uh, puts forth, you know, uh, the idea that we should put a certain amount of stock in uh, science and also personal experience." How do you explain these things that are in the sky? You know, we have our government admitting that they're there. No one knows who they are or where they're from. You know, how how can we deny something that's right in front of our eyes that no one knows uh, exactly what it is? And this person just laughed and said, oh, maybe they're, uh, you know, uh, angels or midwayers, you know, out for a, a noonday jog, you know, ha, ha, ha. And uh, a midwayer is a being that's mentioned in the Urantia book. We won't get into all that, but, <laughs> you know, again, just kind of dismissing it because the book that he believes in doesn't mention it or go into detail about UFOs. So it's, it's just dismissed right out of hand. So all of religion, it, it really does struggle with the paranormal. And I think that's because human beings, we want to know all the answers. We want to be in control. You know, we know, you know, we know everything there is to know. If it doesn't fit our philosophy and our theology, well, you know, it must be evil. It must be bad. It must not exist. We want everything tied up in a nice, neat little bow for ourselves. And we will go anywhere and keep searching until we find somebody who can give us that nice, neat little bow and say, oh, here it is. Well, here's what you need to know about that. Well, none of that really exists. Well, all of that is evil. All of that is whatever. And people are satisfied with that. I have all the answers, even if that answer is not correct. I think... We need a bigger concept of God, of the universe, of the world. And I think we need to stop trying to tuck ourselves away safely here on planet Earth, where nothing is real, nothing exists. And if we do happen to 
encounter something spiritual, well, it must be evil, run away, deny it, rebuke it in the name of Jesus. You know, we isolate ourselves. I mean, we should isolate ourselves from experiences that uh, are absolutely uh, proven to be evil, and those things do exist, and, and we need to get away from those situations immediately and not mess around with that type of thing. You know, but when it comes to, you know, other paranormal events that are benign, you know, to deny it, to run away from it, to isolate ourselves away from it, I think we're closing ourselves off to part of the adventure of life. I think we're closing ourselves off to part of the wisdom and power of God, perhaps. And then again, there there are books like the uh, Urantia books, and I personally have a problem with this. It takes all of the supernatural out of everything, including the ministry of Jesus. You know, spirits, no such thing. Angels very seldom appear to human beings. It's extremely rare that an angel will appear or help an individual. Now we know that's not true. Just by the stories all around the world, what people have seen, it's a lot more than rare. So here again, we have the paranormal flying in the face of, you know, religion. You know, uh, or, uh, you know, whatever, you know, you want to call the Arantia book a belief system. It takes all the miracles out of the ministry of Jesus. Jesus was not born of a virgin. He was just born of Joseph and Mary. He didn't heal all of these sick people. He healed a few, but he didn't, you know, he didn't do a lot of miracles because he didn't want to, you know, this... This was not his his way of proving that he was the son of God. So it takes, you know, it tries to drain all of the uh, supernatural out of the spiritual. And when you do that, you isolate people to just a book and the wisdom of this world. And when you do that, I think we begin to lack a lot of spiritual insight. And I think that damages our intuition, our compassion, because look how some of these people act. Such scoffing and making fun of and ridiculing other people. Oh, you're so stupid. You don't believe what I believe. You know, perhaps this is, uh, you know, something that should take up a whole uh, podcast on its own. But suffice to say right now, there's a lot of ways in which religion struggles with the paranormal. And for all of you over there listening on YouTube, uh, before you start, uh, you know, plastering all kind of, uh, you know, chapter and verse of the Bible, you know, I've heard it all before, I've studied it all before, I've looked into it all before, 
And, uh, you know, it, it's just not going to convince me, uh, you know, to do the old chapter and verse bit and say, well, you know, here's the answer, all the answers you need from the book, because that, that just doesn't, uh, it's, it's not, it's not all of the answers. And that's what I'm saying. Religion struggles with the paranormal. It cannot answer all of the questions, and it doesn't even attempt to. It would rather dismiss them than be intellectually and scientifically honest with itself and say, we really need to think about this. And maybe we really need to go back to our scriptures and look at those original languages. If we're talking about the Bible, Greek, Hebrew, and even Aramaic that Jesus spoke. What were they really saying? Not what we think they were saying. Not we, not what we are funneling into the translation based on our doctrines and our conclusions. Like Gehenna and Sheol, you know, translated into hell. What is Gehenna and Sheol? That's a pretty good question and a lot of people don't know. But it is a classic case of human beings funneling their doctrines into the scriptures, into the translation, and ignoring everything else to the contrary. And this is why religion struggles, one of the reasons it struggles so badly with the paranormal. Can't answer it, denies it, or runs from it. Because in their universe, it has a very hard time making sense of it and fitting it into any kind of logical placement when it comes to religion. So folks, that's our conversation for today. I hope you find this uh, to be interesting. I hope it gives you some food for thought and dinner conversation tonight when you sit down with the family. So until next time, stay safe, stay well, and stay open-minded. And I will talk to you next time here on The Spirit Side.